Ladies and gentlemen, welcome back. It's time once again to do business with the Star Maker. Y'all come on in here, have a seat. Get yourself something cold to drink and get comfortable. I'm here with Mr. Jamil Graham. Go on and introduce yourself, bro. Yo, yo, pleasure of being on today. My name is Jamil Graham, born and raised in South Philadelphia. Uh, just made my way back to the East Coast. And um, I'm here today with the uh, the man, the myth, the legend himself. <laughs> All right, Jamil is a brand strategist, a content manager, and an SEO specialist. So I really thought that it would be prudent to have him with us on this particular program. All right, today we're doing part three of our marketing series. Today we're talking media. We've already talked your target audience how to identify your target audience. We've talked about your message to your target audience. Today we're talking about the media that you're going to use to communicate your message to that target audience. All right. And let me just say at the outset, uh, getting your name out there, this ain't that. All right. Getting your name out there is a losing proposition, but let's go ahead and get into it. There's a saying that goes, uh, what gets measured gets managed. Or you can't manage what you don't measure. Most small businesses don't keep track of any advertising. You have to track what you're spending on advertisements and track what the returns are. All of this disposable technology, you got to use it. Toll-free numbers, QR codes, website analytics, this stuff is very, very simple in 2023. Figure out what works for your business and what doesn't. Whether you're taking out radio ads, TV ads, or you're using... Uh, new age digital tools like social media or SEO, media is probably what you're going to spend the most on. So you need to understand how each one of these tools work. I'm not going to get into every category and subcategory of these today as I want to be respectful of my listeners' time and I want to be respectful of Mr. Graham's time. Well, maybe we'll do an episode on social media later on, but what say you? I, I'm... <laughs> Well, I just want to say I'm very grateful for having the opportunity to to learn. And in 2023, it should be no reason why uh, learning is is like a crutch for people or Mm -hmm. a reason why people's businesses don't succeed. I mean, all the tools are here, like you said, very disposable. Right. So um, I I can I can agree with you 100 percent that. In this day and age, tracking everything that you do for your business is is critical. And like you said, most people, you know, I've had a couple clients that said, well, I ran, you know, some Instagram ads and, you know, I didn't get the the results I expected. And it's just like, well, what was the whole campaign? Right. (laughs) So um, I'm looking forward to diving into this conversation and being able to, you know, speak on on what I do for clients and just my experience with uh, marketing. Well, you kind of hinted at something that I think is real important. Um, but from the client perspective, it, it, it might not be wise to try and figure this part out on your own because sometimes it can be pretty expensive. So if you're not knowledgeable on how these things work, then you need to hire an expert. You need to come and find somebody like Jamil, an expert, by the way, with proven tangible, quantifiable results, who's willing to guarantee results, or is at least willing to guarantee a number of qualified prospects, all right? 
not somebody who calls themselves a marketing consultant or a branding expert who's never had any real wins, all right? Success has receipts, people. And all these social media personalities who are really just content creators, not businessmen and businesswomen who are out here lying (laughs) and pretending, all right? (laughs) Don't be fooled. If you need to, go ahead and hire a real expert. And that was my phone ringing. How wildly unprofessional of me. Let me go ahead and turn this thing off. It, can I add to that? Absolutely, bro. Go ahead. I, I mean, the biggest the the biggest elephant in the room is social media influencers leveraging their like likeness to cross over into the business world mm-hmm. without the experience or the proven results. Like you said, you know, a hundred thousand followers and you know uh, a nice. Uh, week of insights on on Instagram doesn't make you a professional right. in, in marketing. So um, it's funny that you said that. <laughs> oh yeah. I, well, they know on this program. I'm really, really. I got a real heavy bias against content creators who lie and pretend that they're businessmen. It it, it really, really grinds my gears. I don't I don't even want to go off. Let me just move on. You, you said we'll save that for another episode, right? Yeah, yeah. We we might as well. So. In your estimation, Mr. Graham, how do you judge whether or not a marketing campaign is successful or not? Oh, man, having enough information and data to, you know, analytics, you know, in in a length of time, I think it's hard to gauge if a campaign is successful if it's not run long enough, if that makes sense. So I usually like to do like long-term campaigns mm-hmm. um, because just in a few weeks or a couple months doesn't really give you the full scope of your target audience or your demographic of buyers and the people who are interested in whatever business you do. So um, I, for me, it's timing and how much money people want to invest mm-hmm. um, because it is an investment. You know, I, I hate when people say I'm wasting money with these ads. I don't, I don't know if you heard that before, but <laughs> um, I timing and how much of the investment is, is how I gauge a successful campaign or um, a, a strategy for a business. I like it. I like it. Now, this one, I think, <clears throat> is, is a little bit more simple than most people think. And he kind of hinted at, you know, wasting money did this ad campaign cost you money or did it make you money that is quite simply how i judge whether or not it was a successful campaign or not all right if the return you got on the campaign is greater than what you spent on it even if it's by only a little bit even if it's just a few dollars that's a successful campaign now keep in mind here i'm talking about small businesses 50 employees or less all right. So some of y'all might think, oh, it got my name out there. So even if I, did, I didn't make anything on it, that's OK. No, sir. No, ma'am. That is not OK. That is not OK. You're not Facebook. You're not Amazon. You're not Netflix. You're not Google. You're not Apple. And chances are, if you're a small business owner, you cannot afford to burn dollars on methods that get your name out there, but don't actually yield any sales. So you got to measure the success by the ROI, by the return on investment. How much did it cost? How much did it make? What say you? I mean, you are just hitting it, the nail on the, what is it, the coffin? <laughs> <laughs> no, I, and, and 
regardless of if you made a few dollars or if you made a lot of money off of a campaign, you know, the success is, did you get, did, did you capitalize off of new audience? That's, mm -hmm. that's, that's always my push is like, how many new people have you just put yourself in front of? Right. So even if you break even <clears throat> on your first campaign, or even if you don't break even, but now you are in an engagement with a hundred new followers or a hundred new people in a different country. I look at that as a success. And that's why I say, you know, running short campaigns and ads is not enough information to really call it a win or a loss for me. Mm -hmm. I think it has to be segmented into like multiple um, rounds of, of campaigning. Agreed. Agreed. Um, we kind of we kind of brought up uh, ROI. Uh, that kind of ties in nicely with the first episode in our marketing series, which was about choosing your target audience wisely. Marketing becomes a lot cheaper when you're targeting a specialized niche. People, I'm again aware that the word is pronounced niche, all right? <laughs> but I say niche. Y'all have to stop with the emails telling me how to pronounce the word. All right, but there's there's a lot less waste when you're doing a targeted campaign, and it also lowers your customer acquisition cost because your target is smaller and you have a significantly better chance of converting. I I have to, I hate to throw this on you, but it all circles back to social social media, and the way it's used. You know, because when it comes to the niche or the niche, I like niche. I'm, I'm a niche guy. <laughs> um, in this day and age, you have to, you can't confuse people. You can't have a, 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 a following of people that like one thing and you try to sell them something totally different. Right. So, you know, understanding who likes what you do or likes the products you sell is the most critical piece because... You might be wasting money if you're trying to push something that your audience doesn't care for. Mm -hmm. Let's talk social media for a minute. Well, here we go. Because, you, you know, <laughs> there, there's no shortage of Internet gurus out there that will try to convince you that social media is the end-all, be-all for marketing. And they'll tell you social media is the present and the future. And I'm not necessarily anti-social media. Um, I've, I'm sure you use it in your business. I've used it in a couple of my businesses. But... It's important to keep a couple of things in perspective. My brother, Alan Dibb, gives us this quote. A successful marketing campaign has to get three vital elements right. Market, message, media. Market, which is the target audience you send your message to. Message, which is the message or offer that you send. Three, media, which is the message you send to your target audience. For instance, radio direct mail, TV, internet ads, etc. Social media is a form of media. It is not a strategy. We also need to consider whether or not this is the appropriate media for your particular business. And I'm sure you've seen that movie before where, you know, social media may not have been the answer for that type of business. Tell us about that. Well, uh, one of my clients that I had that was in the HR industry, it's, you know, 
you have to be vocal in that industry, right? Mm -hmm. So the way the message comes out, it may not necessarily be flashy or it may not be, um, what is the word, creative, right? Because you're dealing with an industry that is black and white, that needs to be black and white. Right. So the brand message or the voice for that company has to look different it has to sound different and it the social media platforms it it's not built for you know tiktok you know it wasn't two years ago you know tiktok two years ago was and i'm sure you know if 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 i'm lying you guys can come find me no don't come find me but (laughs) two years ago tiktok was mainly dancing and is is when i first started to invest in and shout out to gary v i don't know if you're down with gary v but um you know when he talked about this right before the pandemic and i started to invest some energy into tiktok it was just a lot of dancing and still to this day in the american market majority of tiktok is dancing Mm -hmm. so uh for that client you know we 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 weren't pushing that social media platform for her voice to be heard and her message to be expressed so you know the avenues of what message needs to be um put out on social media you have to gauge that by who are the people you're targeting right you know most People that own companies and businesses don't spend their time on TikTok looking for advice for HR or human resource, you know. So I I think it's a it's a time again, two years ago from now. Well, shoot, it's three years from 2020. Oh, my God. Make you feel old, don't it? (laughs) Well, yeah, it's just time is moving. But now looking back at TikTok to now, you do get more you know, intellectual, like more good conversations other than just dancing on TikTok. So it it has adapted and, you know, showcases a lot of different things. But I think the message is very important. Your target audience is super important. And where you showcase that work is, is another pillar that I think is super vital. For sure. And you hit on something that was pretty important there also. You have to consider your target when you're, if you're going to do social media, you have to consider your target. So if Gen Z is your target, maybe you need to get on TikTok. If millennial professionals are your target, all right, maybe you need to be on LinkedIn. If, you know, uh, Gen X, your target, maybe you need to be on Facebook. It, well, and, and that, was, that was it. LinkedIn was that company's bread and butter mm-hmm. because it was a professional world. You can do business, and Twitter was also good too. But for that client, I had to, I had to like educate on like why Twitter is also a very important tool. And it's funny how people still to this day have some sort of bias against Twitter. But Twitter is Twitter is the wild wild west, bro. (laughs) But it's 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 free promotion. It's it's a platform where people will talk about something. You know, Instagram and TikTok. People are watching, you know, but Twitter, it has to be a mouthpiece. So, you know, I again, the brand message or the voice of whatever business you're in, you have to find the right target audience. And wherever that target audience is, you have to go there. Let's talk about some things you might need to know when it comes to social media. All right. 
And I think the first one is, is crucial. This is not the place to try and make sales. Y'all have heard me talk about building relationships before, all right? And your social media is just another tool to do that, all right? You got to keep in mind relationships are what you're going to need for long-term success. Uh, you're going to want to keep time top of mind. Social media can be very, very time-consuming, all right? I'm sure most of us have gone down the rabbit hole of Instagram where, you know, you look at your phone for, you think, 10 minutes and then an hour has gone by. The same way you wouldn't let your... The same way if you had a regular job at an office, you wouldn't sit there wasting time chatting away with the people at your desk. You can't do that online either, all right? That's basically the equivalent of sitting at your desk chatting it up, wasting time, all right? It is not necessary to reply to every comment on social media. Uh, Alan Dibb gave, has another great quote where he says, you know, a lot of people think social media is free. Social media is only free if your time is worth nothing. Ooh. <laughs> you can you repeat that social media is only free if your time is worth nothing all wow. right so you must pay attention and then the last one is ownership you must own all your marketing assets you must own all your marketing assets so the social network are the owners of your social media page and your social media profile, not you. Social media should be used to direct people to your website, your email list, your blog, your podcast, or some other digital asset that you own. An email list with 1,000 people on it is worth way more than 10,000 likes on Instagram. What say you, brother? Oh, my God, man. You're preaching to the choir here. <laughs> it, it all comes back. I, I consider myself old school. I'm, I'm a city boy, so I I had to I had to learn the environment of which I was I was brought up in. Mm -hmm. And you know I I already look at social media as a fabricated world. Right. So the 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 authenticity of the conversion. You know what I mean? A million people, and I've seen this too. A million people will like a flyer that, you know, it's a really cool looking flyer, a really dope event. And then you go to the event and no one shows up. Explain that. How does how does a thousand people like a flyer and you go to the event and it's empty? Mm -hmm. Like you said, a thousand. Shoot. Give me 50 people on the email list. Right. You can use that same flyer and it will create real engagement and, and you have a better opportunity to, to close a deal or just a higher rate of conversion. So for me, I, I, I like to, when I sit down with a client and onboard them, the very first piece that I like to get out the way is like, what is your connection to your audience? Mm -hmm. is, is, it, is it a social media base? Can you go and sit down and have meeting with the people who support your business, right? If, if you physically can't, and, and that's the power of social media, right? Social right. media, you can reach everyone around the world and, you know, but when it comes down to closing the deal, it's like, are you really in touch with the people? And I will take the 50 people on the email blast versus getting a thousand likes on a, on a post on Instagram. For sure. 100%. Now, 
while we're here, let's go ahead and talk email marketing for a minute. The, the majority of us in the developed world are using smartphones now. All right. An option to opt in or sign up for your email should be prominently displayed somewhere on your business's website. You should be able to capture a, a healthy email list based on this. All right. Um, again, the purpose of your email list is not to make sales, but to nurture relationships with potential customers until they're ready to make a purchase and maybe even after they make one. All right. Launching or testing new products or services is a lot easier when you have a email database. Here are some things you want to keep in mind when you use an email for marketing. First, and you can jump in anytime you want, bro. Mm -hmm. First, keep it short, keep it simple. I promise you, people will not read your emails if they're too long. So before sending your email blast, proofread it and ask, would I respond to this if someone sent it to me? Short, simple, to the point. I also think you need to have some sort of connection. You can't just slide in the email and people have no reference to what you do, who you are. Um, so I think a, a little bit of familiarity is, is key. Oh, I got you. We're going to get there. You got that. me? Okay, okay. We're going to get there. <laughs> Second, use a commercial email marketing system, please. Uh, now, the one I like is MailChimp, but there are others. Uh, there's one that's real good. It's called uh, Entrepoint. There's another one called Keep, K-E-A-P. That's pretty good. Um, Active Campaign is another one that's pretty good. But do your research and find what works for you. Things like Gmail, Outlook, this is not designed for mass email communication. And you might actually find your account shut down or blacklisted. Commercial email marketing is not that expensive, and it isn't terribly difficult to use. And in most cases, it'll get you some, some excellent deliverability, and it can bypass the spam filters for you. Your Gmail, your Outlook can't do that. Uh, three, please don't be a spammer. Make sure you have their consent before emailing folks. Do not put together or buy a list where people mm. have not explicitly requested to be emailed. Save yourself a bad look. Save yourself some potential legal trouble. All right. That's why it's imperative that you have an opt-in or an enroll now on your uh, on your website. That's crucial. Again, you can't just slide in someone's email and they have no idea who you are, what you sell, what you do. Y'all um, are hearing it from an expert. I'm not making this stuff up. <laughs> all right. That's why he's here. Well, it, it's, it, it all comes down to is, is that it's a follow-up. Like you said, the importance of the email is to build a relationship. Um, and the more people trust your brand or trust you as an entrepreneur, it, it, that makes that makes what anything else easy, right? Mm -hmm. If the email is the tool to connect to build that relationship, then the next email you send is just a follow up. Like you said, you don't have to sell right off rip. You don't have to, you know, just take people's, you know, emails. You know how many people emails? How many emails people get a day? Right. You know, like so. Time is important. Number one. And if people don't know what is going on, the email you sent, they're not even going to open it. So um, building relationships, I think, is a healthy way to, to use email marketing. Next, you need to stick to a schedule. All right. If you wait too long in between emails, your list will go cold. They might forget about you. They might block you. They might send you to spam. Think about who your audience is and 
that should help you decide how often you want to be in touch. I would I would suggest weekly or bi-weekly, but you need to be in touch with your email database at least monthly. What say you, bro? Well, I wanted to, to throw one back at you and say, how do you keep in touch with without without your your people losing interest, right? Because some people they get stale with their emails, you know, like man, this is the same you know, this is the same layout you sent me two weeks ago and nothing's changed. Ah. Right? Leads me to my next point. <laughs> my next point is that you always need to provide value. Provide value. Notice how I'm not saying make a sale. You can't email people an offer or a sales pitch all the time. All right. Just give give them information that they will value and that they can share. So if you're a realtor, maybe you send them a, a real estate market update once a month, once a week, or every two weeks. If you're a contractor or you're in construction, maybe you send them some trends that are hot in your industry right now. If you're a chef, send them some new twists on some popular recipes. You get what I'm saying? You got to give valuable info without selling. You know what's been a good tactic? What's that? You can, you can instead of even sending them a, a Send them a notification that a product just just sold for a price, right? Mm -hmm. it, it it intrigues people because one, it lets people know. Well, shit, oh, can I curse on here? You are <laughs> yeah. good, bro. This is, this is your program, right? It, now. it it lets people know that things are moving, things are happening, and if you create a, a sense of uh, exclusivity or like a sense of urgency without selling, it, it's a way to do it that's tasteful. And you can just say, oh, man, today's, you know, leather bags, we, we are almost sold out, right? Mm -hmm. Instead of saying, hey, you should buy this bag. We'll give you 20% off. No, you create, you, you want people to want to buy stuff. Right. Now, my last point on this one, all right, is automation. You have to have automation. This is why having that commercial email system is important. So imagine this. Somebody signs up for your email list. They automatically receive your welcome email. Two days later, they get an email full of value about a product or service that they're interested in. The next week, maybe they receive an email about you and your business. The week after that, maybe they get an email asking them to book a consultation with you. All this can be done on autopilot with your mm. commercial email service without you even thinking about it. With you, you type the email once, and there it is. I think the automation game right now is just going to level up mm -hmm. because what it's doing, it's creating freedom. It's creating the, the time that you can get back, you know, and the hardest part I know for my clients has been, well, I don't have time to write six different, right. you know, uh, automated uh, responses. And it's just like, if you know how much time and money that will save you and 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 it keeps your your audience engaged right and if it's planned and 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 created correctly right people are going to be looking forward to next week right. and see what, what what's the next little email i'm going to get correct so so i uh yeah i i think the power in taking the time up front doing it correctly and having a plan 
That's the kid. Can we just talk touch on people with not plans, like not having a plan? Didn't you didn't you start with that? You started with that, right? Mm-hmm. Um, most of the time, people have have goals, but they don't even know how they're going to achieve or get get to those goals. And that's where we come in. Let's talk about it. Again, who are you trying? Who's your target audience? What do you sell? What do you do? How do you connect with your audience? What what are you what are the tools you're using? Automation. What are the tools you're using to connect to your audience? Mm-hmm. Right? And it's not just social media. I love people when social media needs to be broken down into like a bunch of different categories because the moment you say social media, people are like, oh, Instagram. Right. Facebook. And it's just like, I guess, but let's let's use real value let's use the 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 70 year old ceo of you know three buildings on fifth avenue he is not wasting time on social media he's never going to see no post you ever put he's not going to see a campaign it's not going to happen how do you reach those people Mm -hmm. right so i think the automation now moving as we move with, you know, chat GPT, mid journey and, you know, all the bots that's coming out. Right. That's you, what most people use now. Bots. Yeah, it's bots. Right. But I'm not saying don't use those tools to help you in, in your journey, but you have to still connect with people. It, it, the bots has to connect to a real person right. at the end of the day. Right. Right. So the power and the follow up and. And taking the time to create a plan, to to utilize the tools, to 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 retain your audience, is is it's more than just a click of a button and and posting a, a post every day. All right, we're getting ready to pass the collection plate in here. Yep. He's giving y'all some <laughs> man's is preaching today. All right, we are getting ready to wrap up here. Mr. Graham, do you have anything that you're promoting? Anything that we need to be made aware of? What would you like to share with the audience? Well, I, I just just a little bit of information. Um, I am on a new venture, uh, and I'm diving in uh, headfirst um, into shallow water. <laughs> but uh, I am focusing on Web3, and I've been building... Uh, this new venture is called Common Dow, and what the plan is and the strategy for the business that I have is to help brands, um, small to mid-range companies with SEO optimization, uh, business strategy, and social media content um, involving Web3. So when I say Web3, I'm talking about DeFi, I'm talking about NFTs and crypto. Um, that's been, uh, a journey for me personally, because, you know, I, going back, like I said, from South Philadelphia, um, independent, like single parent home, like I grew up in the trenches, uh, financial literacy wasn't a thing that was expressed and having a business wasn't. So, um, my journey has evolved over the past three years since the pandemic of learning the technology that is being rolled out in Web3. And part of that is 
educating my clients that are in Web2 and, you know, some older companies on adapting the new technology and how to evolve as things move along here in the, the 2020s. So, um, yeah, I, I am all in. And, um, and, and the last thing I, I would just like to leave mm-hmm. the people with is don't ever get complacent and think you know it all. Because technology evolves every day. The way people interact changes frequently. And there's the competition for business alone is, is, is just out of hand right now, right? right? You have all these people making millions, social media, YouTube. And so everyone has a business now. My question for you is, what are you doing to set yourself apart in this industry, whatever industry you're in, what are you doing? At this point, you have to do something more to even be relevant, first of all. So um, be sure to you know tap in. I will have information um, available if you guys are interested about what I do um, and how I do things. Um, you can check me out. But I appreciate my time here. It's been great. Go ahead, and plug your social media, bro. Social media. So, I mean, when I tell you guys I'm starting from scratch, this is my uh, third business venture. Um, it's called Common Dow. Um, and, again, we focus on Web3 strategy, uh, brand marketing. And nothing's up right now. So, today is February the 9th, 2023. Um Give me about like a, I would say another month or two. So you, we will have a social media presence of our own. Well, this is going to be published on the fifteenth, so you got to have something by then. <laughs> okay, <laughs> no problem. So I'll definitely have a landing page that's uh, that will be up and running. Um, and so our social media, we have an Instagram already. Um, so feel free to tap in there. But I will make sure that landing page is up by the fifteenth. Excellent. Excellent. See, we're moving up the timeline for y'all. I mean, man, you just put the pressure on me. No pressure, though. <laughs> None at all. Well, I, think you, I think you can handle it. Before we wrap up here, I'm going to take a minute and call some names, all right? And y'all know I never do this. But I'm going to go ahead and throw out some names of some people who need to be on this program. First off, Mr. George Achimpone. I need you on this program before 2023 is out, sir. Let's make it happen. Tamara Walcott. Your story needs to be told on this platform, on this microphone. Alicia Baumgardner, I've been a fan of yours for many years. We need you here. Need you on this program. The GOAT, Rob Chrisman. Come on, bro. I need you on this program as well. Tanya Baines, we need you back. Sean Damon, where you at, bro? I need you. Kari DeWitt, where you at, man? I need you. Been asking you for months to come on this program. You're making me look bad. I got to beg you. I hope you guys were able to find some value in our discussion today as we talked about uh, media as it relates to your marketing strategy. What media will you use to communicate your message to your target audience? Y'all be blessed and have a great day.